Did you know that you can live a life that's even better than the highest rank your company has to offer? My name is Emily Gibson. I'm a master network marketer and a certified life coach. There is more beyond the rank. And if you're willing to go with me, I can show you how. Let's go. It's another week here on the podcast. How are you doing today? So good to be together. I'm hoping that I can successfully do what I want to do for you today and not knock over my microphone stand here. So may the odds be ever in my favor. If you hear a loud crash, don't worry. I'm not going anywhere. I'm just picking up my microphone. All right. Today, we are going to talk about trauma bonds. And this is a follow-up to our episode last week where I talked about how to heal your nervous system so that you can recover from anything that's happened to you in your life where you've been in adrenal fatigue or had any sort of trauma response or in an abusive situation or whatever it is. Like so many of us don't identify with the word trauma and we don't want to like say we've been traumatized or we'll joke about it. We're like, oh yeah, that was really traumatizing. Like that one year that I worked for the cruise, it was just traumatizing. Or when we earned the private islands, like it was traumatizing. Like we'll say that jokingly, but really it was traumatic. And it was your body going into fight or flight or freeze. Remember that hierarchy of your nervous system that I taught you last week? If you're new to the podcast this week, welcome. We're so glad that you're here and you can catch up on that episode. You don't need to listen to that one first for today's to be relevant, but just want to do a little recap there because it's so important to understand that your body is always working for you and it has a pharmacy inside of your brain that is putting off chemicals all the time. And those of you who have ever been in an abusive relationship with a narcissist especially, I'm going to talk to you about trauma bonds today. And trauma bonds don't just happen with narcissists. Sometimes you can be trauma bonded with your job. And it's not that you have to leave your job to get away from it, but even just having the awareness that this is happening to you can get you out of this burnout and this constant chronic state of stress that you just can't seem to pull yourself out of. So if you're someone that has like, you, you're just always so tired, doesn't matter how much sleep you get, you never feel rested. Maybe you uh, maybe you joined a network marketing company because the products made you feel so well and then you had like all this success and now you're just like so tired all the time and you feel really burnt out and overwhelmed. It could be that you just have had a lot of cortisol and adrenaline because you're mobilizing a lot of energy when you build a business. And when you do that, you're in your sympathetic nervous system, which is actually your fight or flight. And it doesn't mean that you're fighting or you're flighting. It just means that that's the part of your nervous system that you engage to build a business. And so the way that you can heal is not more adrenal cocktail, not more of your supplements, not not even sometimes like, I would even say like some coaching and some therapy, like it does not help. And the reason why is because you have to heal those things on a nervous system level. It's because of your ventral vagus 
nervous system. You have to tone that nerve in your body to get it to be more in that zone of rest, digest, safety area. Because if it's always been in this constant state of fight or flight or freeze for a long period of time, your adrenals are going to be overstimulated. And just sleep in and of itself is not going to fix it alone. You've got to do this toning of your ventral vagus nerve. That's what I taught you how to do last week. If you don't want to go back and listen to that, you can just go and grab my free downloadable. You go to emilygibsoncoaching.com forward slash heal yourself. It'll give you six exercises that you can tone that ventral vagus nervous system inside of your body and you will feel better in 72 hours. It's literally like throw away all the adrenal cocktails if you want. I mean, I wouldn't because I still love to take those things too. But like, I just want you to understand the power of your nervous system and how truly you can completely heal your body from adrenal fatigue and all those things. Like it takes, it actually takes between two and five years to recover from adrenal fatigue. But these exercises that I'm teaching you, you're going to start to see significant improvement in the first 72 hours. And it's totally free. So just go grab it, my friend. It's so easy to get. And it's an instant download. So literally you just go to the website, emilygibsoncoaching.com forward slash heal yourself. And you just type in your email address and it just sends it to you. Even if it's two o'clock in the morning, we have it set up to just send it to you. Sometimes it takes like five or 10 minutes if the delivery system from our email to your email is slow, but it will come, my friend, it will come. And if for any reason you can't get it or you're technologically technologically challenged like I always am, you can email the team at emilygibsoncoaching.com and they'll just send you a hard copy of it so you can get it in your hands and you can get to feeling better because there's nothing worse than feeling burned out with no hope of ever feeling any better. It's the worst. Okay. So that's why I made it for you. So we're going to talk about trauma bonds today and what happens in your brain so that if you are someone who's ever struggled with narcissistic abuse, or you know, someone who struggled with narcissistic abuse, you can be more compassionate with yourself and them as to why they can't just leave, why they have to keep talking about all of the time, why they are so obsessed with it, why they keep going back to the narcissist and what's happening inside of their brain that makes it so challenging. So first of all, um, narcissism, narcissists in general, the term in and of itself is really overused. And what I see happening in, in the mental health community is when you say, oh, I was in a relate, I was in an abusive relationship with a narcissist. They will say to you, when were they diagnosed? No, no, they weren't diagnosed because that would require a narcissist to admit that there was something wrong with them, which a narcissist will not do. So while it is recognized in the DSM, the diagnostic manual as like narcissism, narcissistic personality disorder is an actual disorder, but most likely the narcissist in your life will never be diagnosed because even if you do take them to therapy, they're going to charm the therapist. <laughs> so, and that's just because that's what narcissists do. They put on a really good show and a really good mask for a short amount of time to make everybody think they're amazing, right? Most like covert narcissists, especially are loved and revered by their communities. And everyone's like, Oh, they're so amazing. Oh, I just love them. And you're just like, oh. like they're the worst ever. If you knew what they were like behind closed doors, you would never think that, but you can't say that because then you look like the jerk. It's like, 
I know my friend, I know. So there are like 25 different characteristics of a narcissist. And to be diagnosed, they have to have like eight of them or something. I think I think those are the numbers, but it doesn't really matter. So I'm going to show you why narcissists have so much control over you. And then we're going to talk about how to break the trauma bond and how to be free. And then again, the way to heal yourself is to heal that nervous system. Because when you're in an abusive relationship with a narcissist, your ventral vagal nerve is pretty much non-existent and you're in a constant state of fight or flight or freeze. And when that is happening to you, you are just pumping out cortisol and adrenaline all of the time. And also they deep, they, there, there's like a devaluing phase with them where they, they work you down into worthlessness and nothing. And so that's really struggle. That's like a struggle as well too. So anyway, just want to make you aware so that you can be more informed as to what narcissistic abuse is and you can be more compassionate to someone if they ever come to you and say i'm i'm being abused by a narcissist and um i just i i need someone to believe me and so if you are someone in that situation i just want you to know that i believe you and that i know that what you're going through is very real you're not making it up and it's it is happening to you and you can heal and you can sir, thrive from it. Okay. Okay. So let me explain a trauma bond and why it happens and why you're so addicted. So a trauma bond is a chemical addiction that happens inside of your brain and it addicts you to the narcissist. Your brain is actually on its own drugs. And that is why it's so hard to see your worth, to leave, and to even think that you are like worth being a human being in short. So when you meet a narcissist, the very first thing that they do is they mirror all of your best qualities. Narcissists are really attracted to super empathetic people, people who are really loving, service-oriented, um, really great personalities. And so the narcissist, by the way, narcissism is created in childhood. Narcissism is something that happens inside of your brain when you have had severe um, trauma or abuse in childhood. And it's different for every person because trauma and abuse, the brain perceives it different. So one person's trauma and abuse could be like being sexually molested or being hit by a parent where another person's uh, trauma and abuse could be just because their parents moved around a lot and they they were in they went to four different high schools and five different elementary schools and that was very traumatic for them so it doesn't have to be anything that's like um what you might consider as trauma and abuse but it's how the brain perceives it at that time and then it literally causes brain damage the trauma if untreated and then they develop narcissistic personality disorder and then when they're adults then they have this void in them and so they are constantly looking for narcissistic supply so they can feel better and so uh, the best way that I can describe this is in the movie Hocus Pocus. And, um, you know, when they like give Emily, not me, a different Emily, they give Emily the sister, the green potion, and she drinks it. And then her whole body is glowing and green and all the witches come around her and go. <laughs> and they suck the life out of her. That's what narcissists do. 
They use you and your energy as their narcissistic supply. You're their source. They have to have it. They can't survive without it. Cannot. And so um, so they just move from host to host to host. And once they've sucked all the life out of you and they've devalued you and degraded you to nothing, then they discard you. You're not worth anything to them anymore. So they just discard you. Then they get a new person that they're obsessed with and they mirror their best qualities and they just fall in love like like love at first sight. <laughs> it's like, ah. anyway, so when you first meet a narcissist, what they do is they mirror your best qualities and you literally fall in love with yourself, but not in a narcissistic way, not in that type of a way. You fall in love with your best qualities and you'll hear the narcissist say to you, I've never, I've never known anyone like this before. I've never been so open with someone like this before. Never had this deep connection with someone like this before. Could be, uh, could be uh, someone of the opposite sex, like, like uh, a relationship, like a husband or a boyfriend or a girlfriend. Um, could be a business partner, could be a friend, could be uh, a parent. Lots of different, anyone can be a narcissist and anyone you can have a trauma bond with, okay? This is really important because a lot of people just talk about narcissists as like husbands or wives, and it's not just that. So it's it's everything. So when you're in the beginning, the romance pay, the romance part of the relationship, and the narcissist is mirroring all of your best qualities, um, your brain is releasing oxytocin, oxytocin, oxytocin. Okay, if you're watching this on the on the YouTube channel, I'm going to draw a picture of a circle here, and if you're listening on the podcast, no big deal totally fine. I'm going to explain it to you. So you don't need to look at it if that's not your thing. But if you are watching on the YouTube channel, you're going to be able to see me draw it here. Okay. So you have your, uh, your oxytocin here. And this is what's happening when you are starting that relationship with the narcissist. So this is sort of like the beginning things that will happen in the beginning are love bombing. Love bombing is, is one of those things that some people, your intuition will tell you this is, this is wrong, but you're like, oh my gosh, how did I get so lucky? Like, how did I find someone so great like this? Right? So examples of love bombs would be like a $4,000 trip to Costco where they take you into Costco and they say, fill up these two carts with anything you need. And you, of course, as that person will be someone that's uh, not well off. Maybe you really struggled with money for a long time. Maybe you've really never felt loved by anyone. Maybe you um, have some sort of trauma that's happened to you in childhood or some other time in your life. And no one's really ever, you've never felt like you, like you were loved by people or that you were safe with people. So the narcissist, it will, they'll like take you to Costco and they'll say, fill up these two grocery carts of anything you want. And $4,000 later, they're giving you this gift and you don't even know them that well yet. There's really no, it's like an inappropriate gift right? And, um, and so that's a love bomb. Other examples of love bombs would be like, um, like they'll buy you a kitchen table. They like, if it, if it's like a romantic relationship, they might buy you a diamond bracelet, like a month into the relationship. They might start sending you gifts like, um, like a Kate Spade bracelet or, um, just really like sort of like a fancy thing, right? Maybe like a Kate Spade purse. And they, these love bombs, 
they they are part of this process where you're falling in love with the narcissist and everything is perfect and you've never known anyone that's just been so perfect for you, whether it's the most amazing best friend you've ever had or the most amazing boyfriend or girlfriend you've ever had. That's where oxytocin is being created. Your brain is literally releasing oxytocin into your bloodstream just on nonstop and it is, it's dope. <laughs> It's the greatest feeling on earth. Oxytocin. It's love. It's a love hormone. Greatest human emotion on earth. Okay. Then what happens is uh, usually it can be anywhere from like, I mean, it can happen really early on, uh, but usually you'll see this happen by at least six to eight months into the relationship. But there's really no like time period that you put on it. it. It can happen at any time. But at this point, the narcissist will, their mask will come off and they will begin to abuse you, usually in a subtle way, sometimes in a really aggressive way. Like if you have a narcissist that is physically abusing you, they might hit you or punch you or beat you or slap you. Uh, but if if they are not physically abusive, if it's just emotional abuse, uh, the narcissist will begin to devalue you. This is the devaluation process that happens. And this is where the abuse begins. And when the abuse begins, your body releases your stress hormones. So here you're in the oxytocin hormone, you're in the beginning, you're just falling in love with your own self because you don't know that the narcissist is mirroring your best qualities. So you're falling in love with yourself uh, because it's just your match made in heaven. Who knew they existed, right? And then the abuse begins. So the de devaluation phase, devaluing, they devalue you. So you might be having like a really beautiful dinner or you might be coming back from snorkeling uh, in Hawaii or you might be, um, you might, and may maybe they've paid for all these things. Like maybe they've taken you on this extravagant trip or they've they've paid for the rental car or they've they've taken you out to dinner or whatever it is. And on the way home from that, you know, you're just like feeling like you can be so vulnerable with this person. They're the greatest person that you've ever met in your whole entire life. And- um, and they they turn to you and they say they they start devaluing you. So they say to you things like, "Did you know that's your worst quality?" And all of a sudden, you're like, "What? What? What do you, What do you mean?" And the narcissist will say, "You're just really lucky that I see through all of your bad qualities because other people don't like you because of these things." And your brain is releasing. What happens is, is all of a sudden your brain's like, danger, danger. We need cortisol, cortisol, cortisol. So the stress hormone starts pumping out of your body. Adrenaline and cortisol. That's what happens here. Adrenaline and cortisol. Okay. That's when they have gone from the love phase down to the abuse phase. Okay. So this is the beginning where you're releasing oxytocin, love bombing, all of that. Then there is the abuse phase. That's where your body feels stress because there's abuse happening. Someone is degrading you, devaluing you. If it's physical abuse, this is where they start hitting you, right? Uh, mo most narcissists tend to just be psychologically manipulating you more than anything else. So here is where 
in your stress, you're releasing all these cortisol and adrenaline hormones into your body and your body is in overdrive. And so what do you naturally do when you're being abused? You pull back, you pull back. And the narcissist feels this. They feel that they're like losing you. You're like, oh, maybe this wasn't what I thought it was. Maybe this isn't the person that I thought they were. And so this is when the narcissist being very, very intelligent, they begin the breadcrumbing. And breadcrumbing is where they throw a little breadcrumb at you. Just a little breadcrumb. Some flowers to say they're sorry. Buy you a little t-shirt. Maybe they send you a text message where they pour their heart out to you. Maybe it's like a nine-minute voice message. I'm just so sorry. I didn't mean it. They, they typically won't ask for forgiveness unless they need to ask for forgiveness to get you back. But they don't typically apologize because they're never wrong because they are God. They think they are God. You know they are not God. That is apostate. But they think they are gods. The rules don't apply to them. They're special. They have superhuman powers. Narcissists will often say things like, God gave me this gift and he could take it away at any time. Narcissists think that they are gods. They think that they are untouchable. They think the rules don't apply to them. And it is a psychological disorder. Okay, so the breadcrumbing happens when they feel you kind of pulling away because you're having the stress. Your fight or flight is like, we need to get out of here. We need to get out of here. This is dangerous, right? So that is when your body starts to release. When they when they give you the breadcrumb, because you are an empathetic, understanding, loving person. That's who narcissists are attracted to. It's not your fault. Okay. But your body, when you receive the breadcrumb, the little gift, the flowers, the note, the handwritten card, whatever it may be, the dinner, the dessert, the hat, the designer bag, whatever it is, they throw the breadcrumb at you and your body, because you're kind, loving, and caring, your brain releases dopamine. And this is what completes the trauma bond. This is the part that kind of seals the fate. Because when you have been in stress and your body receives dopamine from a breadcrumb, like little gifts, little apologies, little flowers, little whatevers, right? Then the dopamine mimics oxytocin. And you experience a false love hormone. And that is what creates the trauma bond. So on my paper here on the YouTube channel, I've literally drawn oxytocin at the top, stress around the circle on the right-hand side, and then dopamine around the circle on the left-hand side. And then there's arrows showing it going around in circles. This is called a trauma bond. A trauma bond is your brain being addicted to needing and wanting that oxytocin again. Because you remember what it was like when you first met the narcissist. They were so amazing. They were the most incredible person you've ever met in your whole entire life. They made you feel safe. They made you feel loved, possibly for the first time ever. Even if you had a good marriage, there's something so intoxicating about a narcissist. And it's the hormones that your brain releases to addict you to them. It is not your fault. Okay. It's also why you can't break free. And I'll talk about that in a minute. But the oxytocin 
then the stress, then the dopamine completes the trauma bond. The trauma bond, the statistics show, this is what the research says, that it is three times harder to break a trauma bond. Wait, is that the right research? Oh my gosh. All of a sudden it's like my brain is fixing the number. It's like three. I literally have this memorized. And all of a sudden my brain's like, wait, are we getting the research correct? Hold on. Now I have to like fact check myself really fast. Um, Oh, this is like making me so mad at myself. Okay. So while I'm looking for this, because I've like, I've literally written articles on this. I've written, I have like assignments on this and everything. And I just want you to understand how powerful this is. Um, okay. I got it. I got it. It is 20 times more addictive than heroin, a trauma bond. Okay. I'm going to say it again. A trauma bond is 20 times more addictive than heroin. Let that sink in for a minute. Did you know that the success rate for being able to quit heroin in a treatment facility is less than 3%. Less than 3%. A trauma bond created with the drugs in your brain from narcissistic abuse is 20 times more addictive than heroin. It's no wonder you can't leave. It's no wonder you keep going back to them. On average, when you leave a narcissistic abusive relationship, you go back, you you leave seven to eight times. Seven to eight times. And it's not because you're weak. It's not because for any other reason, then there is a pharmacy of addiction going on inside of your brain that is constantly needing its fix. The only way to break a trauma bond is to do nervous system healing on your ventral vagus nerve and to stop supplying the narcissist with narcissistic supply. There are lots of ways to do this. If you are someone, and and see, this is the thing, like when we talk about trauma bonds, most of the time we're talking about being trauma bonded to a person, but you can be trauma trauma bonded to your job. You can be trauma bonded to anything really. It doesn't even have to be like a living organism. You can be trauma bonded. Like this, like the dopamine pleasure center of your brain that's where that that's why we're addicted to social media. That's why that's where you are addicted to pornography. That's where uh, sex addiction happens because our brain, like there's this book called Dopamine Nation. Proceed with caution. It is like you have to really be like a a psych like a neurology junkie like me. Uh, and maybe you're like that too, but it, I mean, it's like very crass. They, they put studies of people on with addictions that 
like you won't be able to read the book next to your mother-in-law, if you know what I'm saying. Like it, if, if you have been very sheltered in your life, maybe you were raised in a really religious household or whatever, like it's going to shock you. So maybe skip chapter one of that book if that's something that might bother you. But Dopamine Nation is a book that talks about how our brains are just wired for constant well, not not normally. They're not wired for constant dopamine, but we have wired them to need a constant dopamine hit all the time. It's why we're just like constantly checking for updates, constantly checking for notifications, constantly looking at our phone. We don't even know why. We're just programmed to do it. Dopamine, okay? All right, so what can you do if you are realizing that you're A, in a relationship with a narcissist, B, have been in a relationship with a narcissist or were raised by a narcissist, or you have a work partner that is a narcissist or a friend or something like that, I want you to just go to my website, emilygibsoncoaching.com forward slash heal yourself, grab my free downloadable, start practicing these six exercises that will help to strengthen and tone your ventral vagus nerve. That's going to help you be able to have better control over your nervous system. And then I would also, don't hesitate to reach out to me on social media or through email. And I can give you some social media accounts to follow that were really helpful to me. Um, I also have private coaching options for narcissistic abuse recovery. That is what my certification is in, in addition to my master's certification for coaching. But I'm specifically accredited in this in this area in this zone. So I want to help you get better if you're someone that's suffering. And I if nothing else I want to bring awareness to a greater population because one of the worst things that as someone who has left an abusive relationship with a narcissist. One of the worst things that when you're in that situation that someone can say to you is like why don't you just get over it? I don't know why you can't just move on. Just get over it. Move on. You can't Does anyone tell you just to get over your heroin addiction? (laughs) Nobody says that. Nobody's like, gosh, I can't, I can't figure out why I can't get over heroin. No, because everyone knows how addictive it is. This is 20 times more addictive than heroin. And understanding this is going to help you find so much peace so that you can stop judging and criticizing yourself for staying so long, for being in that relationship. And I hope it makes you feel proud if you have left or even help you understand why maybe you left and went back because it's so common um, survivors of trauma and abuse, they will beat themselves up for staying or for going back. And gosh, I was so stupid. I can't believe I didn't see it. Everybody saw it, but, but me. No, no, it was not stupid. It was a trauma bond. You're trauma bonded, okay? So have some compassion for yourself. Get curious about what you want your life to look like Your brain's going to tell you all the ways you can't leave, how it would never work, how nothing's ever going to work. And what I want to tell you is that God does not want you to be miserable. He does not want you to be miserable. And if you feel like you need to make a change in your life, God will provide the way. He will tell you, if you will pray and ask for his guidance, he will tell you exactly how to leave, exactly what every step of the path is supposed to look like, and he will deliver you from it. And also get help. Don't try to do it by yourself. But you don't want to get help from like 20 people because that people, 
you need to be you need to be helped by a trauma informed coach that specializes in narcissistic abuse. And if that's not me, let it be somebody else. But get help and um, start by getting the Heal Yourself worksheet. That's going to help you feel better within seventy two hours, and it's going to be a world of change in your life. Hope you have an amazing week, everybody. Bye now. Who is your life coach? If you don't have one, I would be so honored to be your coach. I've created a virtual program called Beyond the Rank that I want to invite you to join me in. We can address challenges, we can work on goals, and we can do it in so many different ways. We have group coaching, individual private coaching, and hundreds of hours of online courses and content that I'm creating just for you. When you're ready to take what you're learning on the podcast to the 10X level, then come check out Beyond the Rank at emilygibsoncoaching.com.